You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey, everybody. Welcome back on Friends Next Door. This is Mia. This This is is Thomas. Oh, crap. (laughs) Did you guys introduce yourselves at the same time? It's okay. This is Mia, Dan, and Thomas. We're back at it again after taking some unplanned hiatus. Um, We're going to have to remind ourselves how to do this. But this time around, I feel like we have a really good topic for you guys listening. So um, this is a topic of what is your communication style. And this actually just came up really from my conversations with Thomas, because every Mm. time he tries to tell me a story, I'm like, I'm like trying to pry some information out of him and try Mm. to get him to give me context. I'm like, what are you trying to say? So I'm like, you really need to work on your communication skills, dude. That is true. That is one of my personal goals for the quarter, actually for the half. So he volunteers a story to you, but then does not give you the entire story. Yeah, no. Whenever he comes to me with a story, he was like, I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, and then he'll uh, tell me. Can we have a can we have a real me. life example? I can't remember. Do you remember us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't remember a specific example because that's every story I tell you. That's probably true. But also, and, just like okay, an easy example would be, yeah. you know, whenever we're brainstorming for a podcast idea, right? He'll say, right. "How about we do this?" I'm like, "Okay, but how do you want to do it? What do you mean okay. by that?" Right? Like, give me more information so I know what your thought process was like. Right. But then that big picture is always missing. So I'm like, okay. Frustrated. Also, when you when you say story, like mm-hmm. you don't mean he's telling you a story. You mean like when he brings up a dis. Because help me understand. Because when I think of story, I'm like, how you're? I'm telling it's you both. a story. It's yeah, both. it's it's both. It's everything. Like <laughs> I'll complain about something to her, and then she'll be like, "What happened?" And we're like, so "This." Basically, and then she'll be like, mean, "What do you mean? What else happened?" Right. That when he's sharing a personal, either anecdote or yeah, whatever. Yeah. When Thomas is sharing things to you, you're like, "Uh, uh that's it." Well, I mean, I need more, and he's like. Uh, I don't have more. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if you mean this in a good way or a bad way. Like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to convey? Um, So a lot of times I just end up like asking him more questions and I just don't have an immediate reaction to it because I don't understand what he's trying to say at first. So I think this is going to be fun because we, you had us take some quizzes. So we'll, yeah, our communication style quiz. And we'll just talk. I think in general, do you feel like you guys are good communicators? <laughs> so um, I, I don't think I am either, yeah. but I'm trying to consciously put things in context whenever I like tell people something. <laughs> okay. Another, another <laughs> question. Do you, do you feel there's a difference between communicating to a loved one versus a coworker? Uh, yes, no, this is something that came to mind. And I think there is, I think Uh there is, I think at Uh least for me personally, if I'm at work, I would be more cognizant of all these things, knowing that, you know, my coworker may not have the same context, or I'm trying to explain my case. Mm 
Very interesting. So I think I put more effort into that versus when I'm just talking to friends, um, just like in personal setting. Or maybe that's why, Thomas, maybe that's why you're like, your communication skills to me is just like lacking because <laughs> you don't care because you Wait, don't care to begin with. That's, I, I mean, wonder. That's a, that's a viable, you know. That's but viable. I wonder if like Thomas has better communication skills with his coworkers versus yeah. friends and loved ones. I mean, I'd like to think that I do, but I so mean, you think you're a better communicator with your coworkers? Probably because it's Got a little it. more, um, cons- it's a little more, uh, there's more of like a goal. Intentional. To it. It's yeah. more intentional. Yeah. Let, let, Cause let's say that I just wanted to tell a story to describe like, like I'm venting or something like that. Like there's no, there's no actionable item from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's definitely more of a, a emotional component, like when you're communicating to like friends or family, mm. like, uh, uh, like how do you, there's no way you could communicate in like objectionable manner of like, let's cause, okay. Example is like a year ago um, at my prior place, my mom came over to crash with me for like a week. Right. And then she started rearranging my kitchen and just like, or my whole place. I'm like, mother, this is, this is my place. What are you doing? Right. Like there's no, and you communicated no, like, those exact words to her. No, but I'm saying is like, there's no amount of like analytical, like there's no like data or, or whatever I can provide to just like, this is my place. You, you should not do this, right. you know? And like, that's kind of the difference versus for like, for work, there's like, Hey, there's like, you know, uh, given X, Y, and Z results, we should proceed with steps A, B, and C, right? Stuff like that. Right. So um, it's 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 still it's it's pretty different. Wait, so I'll go back. So what ha- did you tell your mom that she shouldn't touch your kitchens? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm happened? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I just got mad. I was like, all right. So this heck? is where this is what we're talking about, right? So when you when you want to communicate something with her that you're not pleased with, how how do you go about it? So are you just like mom sit down i gotta talk to you about something or are you like i don't know the other way burst of emotions yeah or like passive aggressive right you hear people being like oh that person's passive aggressive so you get like agitated but you don't address the real issue so how did you tell her that you weren't okay with her coming over and touching all your gadgets and stuff uh no i'm pretty sure i I told her directly i'm i think i'm comfortable enough to do that so yeah. do you feel no, like, but like the, okay. the conflict is when she doesn't listen and she's still <laughs> staying at my place. That is a conflict. You know? Right. Like I, she I, knows, I feel yeah. like the the aftermath of that, it, whatever, it can go either way, but how yeah. you get your point across, that's like your communication style, right? Yeah. I, w- I would yeah, I would think that I'm not a uh, passive aggressive person. I go for straight right. aggression. <laughs> okay. So you feel like you just straight up, like if you if you got something to say, you just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay. think so. I'd okay. like to think that at least. Nice. Yeah. Do you think that's true for Thomas? Yeah, I think so. I've seen it happen. <laughs> so would you say that I'm, so I might surprise you. So in, do you think I communicate differently in my private life versus my uh, work life? I don't know how to explain that. I, I, I don't think so. I think. Okay. I think for you, it's the same way. I think the difference lies in not how you communicate your thoughts, but in like yeah. how you react to that other person's reaction. Mm. 
you know, I think you're more accommodating in personal communication right. versus okay. like in professional, you're just like, just take no prisoner. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's, think, that's my guess. I think guess. what I'm going to tell you is, is going to surprise you because I recently, recently found out from Yi that I'm a horrible interpersonal communicator when it comes to really interesting horrible Ooh, okay this is gonna be fun she she, and she's had to tell me like you're really bad at communicating and i'm like i don't think so because i communicate all the time in my work (laughs) and i feel like i do a decent job communicating she's like yeah but that's not the case with me that's so interesting okay so for the benefit of our listeners who does not have the quiz in front of them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go through the four types of communicator or communication styles that we will be categorizing like mm-hmm. each of us into, right? So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start with analytical. And then as I'm going through this, I think like we can think about, we can take a guess of like what I think Thomas is or what I think yep. you are, Dan. Okay. Um, all right. So analytical communicators like concrete data and numbers and tend to have a strong aversion to ambiguity. Um, the second style is intuitive. Intuitive communicators like to see the big picture or a broad overview of the situation, avoiding getting lost in the details and cutting right to the chase. Functional. They like well thought out plans and processes. They like to include every detail and display things in a step-by-step fashion, the opposite of intuitive communicators. Personal, they value emotional language and connecting with others. They tend to be good listeners and care about assessing other or how people think and feel. Okay. Okay, so I think I'm like looking at this and I'm thinking about you guys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think uh, if I'm, I were I'm also thinking about you guys, <laughs> does anybody want to go first? I feel like what people, I feel like what I think people are could be different. Yeah. I, I think feel like Thomas, people might. Yeah. I think Thomas is analytical. I would say he is, but maybe he's not. We'll see. Um, I think yeah, I would you, say are, he is. you are. You uh, are. You're a hard one. I think my answer will surprise you. <laughs> I think you are intuitive. Okay. I can see that. I think Dan's intuitive too. Okay. Next. Mia, I think you hold on. <laughs> you, are, you are not escaping this analytical. <laughs> um, I, mm, mm. I feel like at work, you are functional. Functional. And I okay. feel like with other people, I don't. Hard to say. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I have no guess here. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I did the quiz thinking mm-hmm. about how I would react in professional setting so like yeah. i don't even know how i communicate personally because i really do think we're different because i do see when he says i'm really bad at home mm-hmm. i could totally see that because at work that's why i asked you guys at work because for me i don't care about offending you at work well let's put mm. it this way um i thought <laughs> i didn't care about offending you but it turns out i offend ye all the time I just, I just go, Oh, I didn't know. Like, I just didn't know I was offended. Like I was making her uncomfortable or whatever, or agitated. I just didn't know. 
So but you actually yeah. didn't know and you weren't doing it intentionally. No idea. Mm. No, I was just acting like myself with her. And I realized, I guess the stuff she pointed out, I'm like, oh yeah. So all the stuff she says, I'm like, oh, I kind of agree with you. That would make me a bad communicator. So basically mm. to me, what would make me a bad communicator is the, the message you're giving that person, you're not, it's, it's different underneath. Does that make sense? So like Wait, on the so you're surface, not saying what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she'd be like, so I, cause at, at my home, if something's bothering me, I didn't realize this, but I would internalize it mm. a lot. So mm. I'd be like, it's fine, hun, but maybe mm. it wasn't fine. And then and so she's like, I know it's not fine. Why don't you just tell me it's not fine? And then at some point I go, well, here's the thing. It's not fine because, and then I've been like, Kind of like get you know I would like blow up, but not it'll like be bad. just like a diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah, I just be like, well, because you've been holding like, it in for yeah. For a while. yeah. So mm -hmm. so at work I don't hold anything in, but I find myself at work or in 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 business life really considering what the other person how they would react. So right. I, I don't. So even though like I'm very straightforward, I would definitely be like should i say this to you right now mm -hmm. and can you handle it mm. because at, at and and because at my work i have to face clients which does, sometimes they don't like to hear that you know like they can't afford this or no your house is not worth what you think it's worth so i always mm -hmm. have to so i'm always truthful but i have to be very careful yeah you have to soften the blow sometimes you have to soften the blow whereas yeah. i guess with ye i i guess sometimes i just I just don't even say anything. And then she gets really agitated and something was actually bothering me. And she's like, why didn't you just say that? And I'd be like, well, I don't know. Cause you're, cause girls are crazy. <laughs> so this is what it comes down to. Yeah. Cause like sometimes I don't know. And you, if you're like on in that, especially if month, you catch, I was going to say, if you catch like, them at the wrong dude, time, sometimes y'all don't make sense. So no, I'm like, true. listen, I, I don't want to tell you everything. Like I'll tell you everything. But I don't want to give you my step-by-step -step reasoning. And if that makes me a bad communicator, then okay. Do you think that's necessary, though, to like, you know. To give you a step-by-step -step play? Like, Is that what you mean? More transparent. In my personal life? Mm -hmm. Well, he wants it. I'd rather just be like, listen, let's handle that. Let's deal with that when it comes. She's like, no. <laughs> let's deal with it right now. I'm like, uh, I don't really want to deal with it right now. You know, like I don't want to. Anyways, <laughs> what 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 about you? Should we tell each other what we got? Yeah. Yeah, let's okay. do that. All right. So let's start with you, Thomas. So we think you're analytical. Did, did I did I guess correctly? Yes. Unsurprisingly, I'm oh, on the analytical. Oh, there we side. go. All right. All right. However, all right. however, I think okay. I think I'm a mix of but just based on the questions, yeah, I am a mix yeah. of analytical and intuitive. Okay. I like, I don't you, think I'm intuitive. intuitive. No, no, I don't think I'm intuitive, but just mm -hmm. based on the, uh, the attributes under intuitive, I would mm -hmm. categorize myself as some of that. So the interesting thing is like when I am reporting the status of a project or something of something that I'm working on, mm -hmm. uh, to someone, or when someone is explaining like the the progress of something that they're that I'm expecting mm -hmm. to me, like I expect, you know, quantifiable numbers and things like that. However, yeah. 
However, when I'm planning a project or something, I don't think in that actually, like, because I, I, I think about what my goal is and then how I'm going to get there. So it's more of a, so in that sense, there's a little more creativity in there. And then rather than just like, you know, linear thinking or whatever, like numbers are attached to it. Right. So mm. in that sense, I think I'm a, like, let's say 75% analytical and 25% intuitive. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. But then yes. when you try to communicate with Mia, they just, <laughs> Oh no, this fails. is, this is just for work. No, this but we should, but like, work. yeah. But then how do you think you are interpersonally? Terrible. <laughs> what? So why? Uh, like, yeah, what, why Thomas? Yeah. So like, do you feel like you're interpersonally, whether it's with friends or loved because with your mom you're like i just told her straight up i don't like her touching my stuff but like how are you with um you know your significant others like do you not care about what they think or how they feel like are you direct like in the past in your relationships are you as direct with your mom or not um i don't think i was always this direct Mm -hmm. um i think it's just over the years i like i i don't i wouldn't say this as like a plus to be better at communication like i don't i don't think i have much uh tact in communication which is probably why i offer being more direct mm-hmm. um like even at work like if uh, if there's something that i'm kind of asking for i'll be direct with what i want mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's not always available so then we can talk about you know what are steps that we can uh take to either slowly get there or mm-hmm. compromise on on it right um and i think i don't know that kind of uh tactic or the expectation just doesn't exist for interpersonal things i would say you don't think well if you're not getting what you want from the other side i would say you would have to like when he doesn't get my full-on good communication she just starts yelling and you know like What's wrong with you? You're really bad at communicating. I'm like, maybe you're bad at communicating. Why I'm- not both? Yeah. But I I like the fact that she's calling you out for it, though, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get better, but I'm just like, yeah. how? Do, I don't even know what you want me to do. Like, you just want me to, like, tell you everything I'm thinking? Is that just, <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> what if I mean, you I'll, can't I'll- handle the truth? <laughs> I mean, I'll try to be direct where I can. So uh, example is like this past weekend, uh, I was supposed to meet up with my friend at a place at a specific time, right? And then he was like at a reservation for for the thing. And when we were like 10 minutes away from the reservation, he was like, oh, I'm going to be late, you know, start without me. And I was like, buddy, you got you to gotta let me know like, are you still coming? When do you mm. plan to arrive? Just like that kind of deal, right? And give me the was, big picture and your step by step process. <laughs> I mean, later, I later, like, this is me being direct of like what I expect from my, of like, tell me what, like, you tell me, you're telling, you're telling me that you're, you're gonna be late. Now, like, these are details that I'm asking for you. And then, but later, I did, I did apologize for being short because I was kind of annoyed about that. Uh, but it's just like, I think the the caveat or not the caveat, the flip side to being direct is like you also have to be direct about like 
in terms of uh, admission of when you're wrong or in the wrong or when you're right. in the wrong, right? I think that's the flip side. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight aggression everywhere. <laughs> and don't straight apologize. Dire- yeah, never exactly. apologize. Exactly. That's true. You never apologize. Never, <laughs> never should. All right, Mia. What me? are you? So wait, wait, what was your guess for me? For functional. work? I thought Very you were okay. Yeah, functional. functional. And then and then interpersonal. I have no idea. So you, <laughs> you gotta tell me. No, I'm analytical. <laughs> so oh, yeah. So surprised. Oh, I mean, I, I always think you and Thomas had similar similarities. <laughs> Is that and the way a, we uh, communicate <laughs> maybe is that I mean, a compliment to you Mia? <laughs> i don't know so okay the first the first question i don't know if you guys remember but the first uh-huh. question is you either choose like you think that whenever people talk they they talk like what is it daytime soap oprah or like yeah. weepy like weepy they they sound right. just like weepy and like whiny and they're like too soft so mm-hmm. i i picked that one okay <laughs> But I'm just thinking about work situation where I feel like, yeah, I mean, you do need to care about people's feelings, but also at the same time, I I can't really stand it when people are like talking in a roundabout way that I don't understand what they're trying to say, you know, like sometimes just cut to the chase, Um, just like be straightforward, tell me what you want or tell me what you think. Um, So I think I'm like, operating off of that mindset um but not in personal life obviously i guess i communicate differently <laughs> yeah i i, I, I do think these that. are work specific yeah based on the questions I, yeah. I think things are really fluid too because if you're on a team that you have to manage and that you have to make sure people are happier i guess and be and productive i think then your approach might change versus That's if you're, so if you're true. Just like that is true you know if you're like whatever, I'm I'm coming. I'm on a team, and I ha- and I just come and do my work. Because you know? in the survey, they do they at least break down the uh, communication communication styles by function. Mm-hmm. And unsurprisingly, since I work in like IT technology, whatever, right. it's like most of them are in the uh, analytical category. Yeah. But then I, in I that mean, way, I-, I don't fit the mold because usually people in sales they need to be more personal. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's like of, of like the percentage wise, it's like 26% and then personal communicators, 31%. So with the other two filling up the, you know, 40 some percent left, it's like, eh, you're only, it's like the second major category. So I definitely didn't think you were analytical, Mia, because <laughs> I feel like you, while you analyze data and you presented, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like, yeah, you're, you're in sales like me. So it's like, mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to like gauge how other people will react and, you know, we're trying to sell a product at the end of the day, Yeah, you know, like obviously your product, you already have people paying for it and you're trying to manage that relationship. Whereas I'm literally trying to sell you a product. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And a service. I feel like we have to be both though, Dan, cause like you need to understand the data. I I always just try to use that data to, help me understand the big picture. So I mm. know what story I'm going to tell. And then mm. from there, then you mm. like connect with people 
Mm. at a more personal level while still trying to tell your story and get your mm. message across. Very manipulative. So it's a I very like it. tough thing to do. Wait, quick question. So when you guys are selling stuff, do you sell more on the, do you sell a dream or do you sell on the, the specifics? Wow. Or does it, does it, does it depend on the person? Now, now you're getting into to sales tactics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mia, is, is that a think? is that a secret that you'll never tell? No, it's actually it's it's out there. You can you can read about it. But and, uh, for yeah, me, I mean, uh, the the because of the line of work that I'm in, I feel like I need to sell not the dream. So like I need to show numbers, mm-hmm. you know, um, because otherwise they're not they're not going to be sold. However good your relationship is with that person at the end of the day they also need to prove themselves and the only way for them to do it is by showing in the numbers right so right yeah that's how i do it i don't know dan yeah. might be selling dreams because it's like doing houses and stuff for like real uh, estate so for me it's selling dreams but dreams isn't like my dream home <laughs> you can't afford your dream home I you could live you. here yeah. <laughs> for me it's like i'm i'm selling solutions to what you really want what's the most important thing to you mm. you know and so and so if the most important thing right now is to find the place of your dreams okay mm-hmm. or it could be i need to sell this house because i need to achieve another dream which is how, do, how do you how do you balance the two how do you balance between you know your own goal versus accommodating mm-hmm. what you they my, my goal yeah yeah my goal is simple i just help you do what you need it's like the, it's like, so if you need me to do X, Y, and Z, I'll do it. It just comes down to that. Right. And it comes down to like, okay, are you like, is that okay with you? You know, like, <laughs> so, so I need to sell my house for $5 million, but it's only worth two and a half. So I'll be like, listen, you know, for me, it's not just like, well, your house is only worth two and a half. No, I'll be like, listen, the market data shows your house is worth two and a half. You want five. So you want to be aspirational. So what we need to do is one, I'm trying to manage your expectations, but you know, my personality is like, all right, let's see, let's see like what we can do to try to get it higher and higher. And then at the end of the day, I got to find out like, so what, what's your, what's driving this decision? So why do you want to get five? Is it motivated by financial aspects? But then that's something I can't control, mm-hmm. right? So if you're like, listen, I need five because I, I borrowed so much money that I, well, I'd be like, well, then that's not something I can do. I've had that before where the yeah. guy's like, I got to sell it for this to get out of this issue. And I'll be yeah. like, yikes. Yikes. But then if it's just like, I want it because I want to be like, I want, I want to show that I sold my house for this. Or, or it could be as simple as I want it just to feel like I got the most return on it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. million reasons why. So anyways, yeah. So, you know, I gotta be, I'm not, if you guys had to guess, you know, you're right. I'm not, I'm analytical when I have to use it to be like, cause I still have to present you with data and raw numbers. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. A, that's a huge part of real estate. Yep. You know, I can't just make up a number. I have to find it in the market and show it to you, but then mostly, so I'm, I'm functional. Says, is that what you got i got i'm functional hmm. as a functional as a functional communicator you like process detail timelines and well thought out plans of course because we you know we have to present our strategy 
in terms of like, here's what we're going to do to get the price we want. Wait, wait, wait. What about like personal <laughs> communication style? Are you intuitive? So I, because that's what so I guess. There are you. some agents that are like that, but I'm not like that. Interesting. I'm, ex I'm so I'm like the combination of using analytics and being functional because I don't believe it. Like I don't. So here's the thing. I don't do as well with the clients that are purely um, like emotional driven mm. and also purely relationship driven. So I've told tons of people, listen, that I'm friends with, I'd be like, you shouldn't use me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm Anna, because, and I mm. actually had this conversation today. This, this person was like, you know, they want to sell a couple of their, their condos. And I'm like, you shouldn't use me <laughs> because I was like, I don't have the time to, to hold your hand. I straight up told them. You know, you're lo you're looking for an agent that basically you can lean on, that can spend time with you, that can like basically like be a bouncing board. And I'm like, that's not me. I I'm the guy that you tell. I'm not your best friend. Like we're friends, but I'm not your like somebody mm -hmm. you call. And you're like, hey, what do you think? No, because then I straight up told him like I'm I don't want to waste my time. So I guess in this case, I'm a very direct communicator. So I go, I'm the guy that you, you want a top, you want top dollar. And I tell you exact, I give you a roadmap on how to get there. And, and so that's where the details and timelines come in. Right. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I give you a very specific roadmap. I will tell you how much you can get. It's and it. And I don't tell you, I get you the highest. I just tell you what I think I can get as the highest. And then mm -hmm. this is how I, I get there. And I expect you to, to, to do exactly what I tell you to do. But, you know, like if I said clean out that entire place and painted white, you need to do that because you hired me for a reason is to get you this price within a certain time. And I get huh. it for you because my track record speaks for themselves when I sell stuff. Right. So and I'm like, otherwise, if you're just looking to sell it in a long time, you should find another agent because that's not me. So I, I guess what, that's direct. I think what this has shown us is that uh, our uh, interpersonal and work communication, work communication styles are very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause this is how we, uh, how we perceive each other as friends versus how, you know, we function at work is very different. It seems. Am I more cold blooded at work? <laughs> okay. Uh, so going based on this, uh, the, it, for the description it says the potential downside of having an analytical communication style is that you may strike certain people as unfeeling or that mm. you possess an aggressive communication style. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. You know why? This is why analytical style is so surprising to me because I say these things with a smile. Mm. So, so you whisper sweet nothings to your clients <laughs> while stabbing them in the back. Is that what you're saying? I'm just like, I tell things like it is, and uh, I say it very nicely and uh, with their, you know, <laughs> benefits in mind. So I'm thinking about them. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just, forgot to. Yeah, I forgot to mention this also might surprise you guys. So definitely leaning more on the intuitive side, um, especially I actually like uh, presenting uh like oh yeah we giving presentations at work yeah oh interesting yeah and i, I hate doing presentations i low-key have a goal of being a charlatan uh, <laughs> okay. like if you've watched uh wonder woman 1984 maxwell lord is like 
my icon right now. Oh, interesting. I fell asleep five minutes into that movie, so I've, <laughs> oh. I don't even know who Maxwell Lord is. I that movie have was, not even started. That movie watching. was boring. So, that movie is horrible. Okay, so Thomas, but but the context. best thing was to the best thing to come out of that film was a meme. I think his his tagline was like, "It's like life is good, but it can be better." And so that's your motto when you're presenting something. Oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's a villain in that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And so the, I mean, so the idea is like, especially as I'm proposing new, uh, new projects or patterns for folks to adopt and work on, it's like you kind of have to sell them on. You kind of have to, uh, ex, like amplify the, uh, the pain points that they're experiencing now with their current process and then kind of sell them on a dream of like hey this is what things could look like but also you do want to provide the numbers of like hey like you know where we could probably see improvements you know by whatever percentages right so you want to do both it's like a one-two punch kind of deal you want to sell them on a dream Mm. and then give them the specifics on that that's true so so yeah it's like I actually really enjoy presenting um and I find that surprising (laughs) Because I don't know, you wouldn't think that, you know, Thomas as a software engineer would yeah. love to do these things, right? Usually somebody in sale like me is usually. No, I, I could totally see that because knowing to, like, because I feel like Thomas likes to <laughs> show like, off. He'll be like, not show off, but I feel like he wants to learn a skill. And if he's good at it, mm. he wants to use it, mm-hmm. you know. Wait, so. is it something that you learned Thomas or is it just like you just happen to like it or you found out that you like presenting um a bit of both um so I remember like whenever I had to give presentations in uh like high school and mm-hmm. and college or whatever I was always really nervous and terrible at it yeah and it wasn't and in college um one of my professors actually said engineering professors he was like one of the most important skills you can have in life is actually uh learning how to present because you're True. always going to be presenting because you mm-hmm. in a sense you have to um you can have all this skill and talent but if you can't mm-hmm. sell yourself or if you can't package mm-hmm. it um you're you're gonna have to wait on someone else to do it for you right so do you think you package yourself well to the opposite sex or no because <laughs> i feel like you do separate question you do in certain like you'll get to it like for example you'll improve you know your sense of fashion your grooming that's all good but then i'm like i feel like you don't go the other part which is like yo let me tell you why i'm so awesome and then hence you're still you could not say knocking to, you but i'm just I like i think i hate you're selling do, my i think i hate saying, selling but you're already myself selling yourself personally like you, you already say, work is different <laughs> thomas no what i'm saying is your potential love interest what I'm saying life is, is you better. Already... Life is good, but it could be better. Yes, with me. With me, yes. Because I'm like, well, you already go so far to, first of all, like you get your haircut on the reg. Meanwhile, I look like a scrag, you know, like he's about to divorce me because look at my, <laughs> look at my hair. Right? Well, there's, there's multiple reasons for that. Like one is I, uh, my hair is really thick. So if I don't get a cut, it feels like I'm wearing a helmet. And then the other thing is I just set a schedule a routine so I don't have uh-huh. to think about it. So it's not even okay. like I'm trying to look good or whatever. Oh, it's oh, kind of so just like set and forget. Your... Okay, wow. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, then... 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I alternate that. between three to four weeks now because, you know, I right. three weeks is a little aggressive, but, but then like, you know, you, you like certain fashions and you, you know, you have an idea of what looks good on you. So it's like you package yourself well. So I'm like, why don't you just go the extra step and be like shine when you go out on a date? Like, yo, Hey, I'm, I'm really good at giving presentations at my work. For example, <laughs> like I am really good. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I no, am I think, here I think, to make your life better. I think that's the thing. It's like I, I, I hate selling myself in a personal setting, you know. But you gotta, bro. How do you think I, I got ye? <laughs> Dude, I'm short. I'm like, I didn't make that much money when I met her. So I'm like, hey, 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 life is better with me than without. And she's like, is it though? But it is. But it is. So and that's also, when you were selling a dream, Dan. You managed to sell that dream because right. maybe at the right. time you didn't have the data points needed. Literally, literally selling here. So what's your dream? <laughs> like, well, we're not going to achieve it right now, but maybe in the future. Anyways. <laughs> How do we always get here? Oh, for sorry. Okay. Going back. For presentations, I've actually uh, I actually attended a Toastmasters for a while. Mm. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, so what did they teach you? Uh, so they uh, basically it's like a weekly meeting kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, for whatever chapter you're at. And then thankfully, right. the company I, I was working at, at the time had a Toastmasters chapter, mm. and one of the you basically volunteer to give like a speech, some sort of speech every week. Mm -hmm. and people will give you direct feedback on it. So it's kind of like, yeah, uh, it, it, it's like sometimes it's some sort of a nonsensical topic that you can kind of research on. Sometimes it's like uh, whatever uh, ad hoc thing that you can riff off of, okay. and then folks mm -hmm. will just give you feedback off of that. And that actually helped a lot. So uh, one of the things that they'll track is like utterances. So like the ums, the uhs, mm -hmm. and all of that. So they'll track how many of these those things that you say per speech. And then, you know, then you have quantifiable data of like how to, <laughs> you know, get that down. Right. Uh -huh. uh, Cause like a lot of, a lot of folks say that as like a nervous tick, especially right. when they're in front of folks. Right? right. And so like, those are just the things that you can try to, you know, kind of get rid of that. Yeah. And so that was super helpful for uh, uh, learning how to present. And then just eventually I had more opportunities to do that through work and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so slowly got better at it. And then now I have a low-key goal of becoming a charlatan. So. <laughs> what is a charlatan? A uh, charlatan is like someone who just sells you on sweet nothings. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Like Do you have a work voice definition. versus a personal voice? Me? Mm. Uh, I know. I don't think so. No? Did you say work voice? Voice. <laughs> yes. voice? yes. I you know, know. I just sound the same. Sometimes, sometimes I do it. Sometimes mm. I like. Oh, interesting. Uh, do you try to lower your voice? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Um, it depends on the taste. Give us a taste. No. <laughs> Come on, Mia. No, I can't do what? it. What? Come on, Mia. Come on, Mia. Hello, this is. <laughs> I want to hear this. Mia, deep Mia. Hello, this is Mia. And then, no, no, the thing is, if you are, whenever I'm trying to be, I'm trying to sound more authoritative, 
Mm-hmm. That's when I use my lower like register. Right. If that makes sense. Because like I want to be like, I don't want them to think that I'm like a 12 year old girl, you know? Right. Um, especially oh, yeah. when I'm running a meeting. Right. Because mm-hmm. then. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess I do that, too. Because like I, I, I want to slow things down. Yeah. Like slow it down and then like you want to control it. Yeah, because like most most agents when you they have diarrhea of the mouth. So when you <laughs> when you like go see a place, literally all they do is like you walk in and they don't even like give the buyer or the renter a sense to like get their bearings and they just start like talking nonsensical crap. So yeah, in, in that case, it helps me to like talk slower, talk, slower, talk deeper, <laughs> like follow my pace. I, d- I definitely do that. And I learned okay. that from my real estate mentor, you know, cause he's, yeah. he's a really active guy, but then he's like, when he's doing a showing, he's just like, so chill. He's like, buy this from me. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, how did you do that? You just like vortex them. <laughs> I that too. Dude, I'm telling you communication yeah. is hard. Cause it's not Dude, just maybe I should do that with communication. <laughs> Yo, what if, what if tonight she gets mad and I'm just like, honey, don't worry. About it. Listen to me. <laughs> She'd be like, what's wrong with you? Please what try that. Please report back. With you? <laughs> uh, I won't lower my voice, but I will intentionally slow down to control the pace. Yeah. Mm, and that also helps uh, control my anxiety. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Huh. I never thought of it that way. Interesting. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're, cause if you're, when you're nervous, it, it does show, right? When you're yeah. speaking too quickly For and whatnot. Sure. And sure. so if you can slow it down, you can kind of control your breathing. You can also have more time to think. Yeah. It's not like I don't drop links or anything anymore, but it like overall, it's one of the things I do to help. Mm. Um, what what would then, you guys want to work on in your communication skill? Okay. Why you? (laughs) I need to work on building a connection with people. Like that, that result, the analytical piece. Like, Mm. I think I kind of known it all along. Like, whenever Mm -hmm. I'm talking to, like, there's that personal connection that you need to build, right? And I think, like, at work, I sometimes I make that conscious effort in doing that, but I don't think I do that enough in personal settings. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say for me, there's uh, being more patient and more mm. empathetic uh, to, because uh, sometimes patience in the sense of like, there'll be times where I'll be like, why can't you see what I'm trying to say? Why can't mm. you get my point? Mm. This is clearly a better idea. Ah, mm. you know, kind of like that. But um, it's just like, Maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm not explaining it in a way that, well, first of all, it's like, maybe I'm sucking at explaining it. Second, it's like, maybe I'm not explaining it in a way that they can uh, receive it. And second, third is just like, maybe they're not in a position to receive it as well, right? Mm. So kind of, uh, uh, there's like different ways. It's like, one is like, you want to figure out how to communicate effectively. And then also it's like, to make sure that they can, the uh, receiving party can receive your message properly as well, right? So- I know what else I want to work on. I think Mm. like hearing what you were saying, the other reason could be like, you know, maybe the other person just doesn't feel comfortable in letting, you know what I mean? Because I think it has to be done two ways, right? Right. 
Right. You can unload this information on the other person, but at the same time, you also want to hear what they actually think. So right. I also want to learn like asking how to ask the right questions and how to extract information from the other person that you're talking to. Because right. then it just, it doesn't work if I'm constantly the one who's like feeding information. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Dan? I think I got to work on not caring what people think. <laughs> Cause, cause that's my, cause I, I'm very like, oh, I don't want to offend this person at work mm. or I, I don't want them to think this about me. And, and, and he says all the time, it's like, you're already doing a really good job. Like if they don't want to work with you, they don't want to work with you. So I'll be like, mm -hmm. okay, you know, that's true. And you know, like if I let the ball, sometimes like, you know, you get so busy, you might let the ball drop, but you know, just like tell them you know, just try not to, first of all, but like, it's inevitable, inevitable, my line of work. It's like, you, you're trying to juggle too many things. So, so sometimes you gotta, you know, like, let them know like, okay, Hey guys, like if you're really busy, you gotta just be like, listen, I'm really busy, you know? And, and, or like, if I got to hurt their feelings, you just do it, but know that it's not, you're not trying to be a jerk. It's like, listen, it's not personal. You, you know, it's like, I gotta let you guys know this is not as good as you think, you know, gotta give you guys some bad news, <laughs> you know, and just like rip the bandaid off. Wait, Dan, yeah. based on what you said earlier, do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome? <laughs> What's that? Feeling like you are not worthy of your position um, of your no, position. No. In fact, I, I go, I go, why don't you, why? I, no, I, I'm just like, no, I, f I don't know. What is, no, I don't feel like that. <laughs> okay. I feel we like I get everything I deserve and I should deserve more. <laughs> I work damn hard at it. And if That's you don't right. use me, how do you're I an idiot. Teach me how to feel that way. Hold, hold, hold me up. Know. Keep that in. We, uh, we have that for another topic. We did, but we kind of talked about this before, mm. but yeah. I, maybe it's just, we're just in different line of work, you know? Well, no, you, well, Thomas and I are in different line of work. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like if you, do you find that people like Mia, if you do something for your clients, right. Or even for your boss or for your coworkers, do you feel like they recognize it? They yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is the company that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. They do a very good job at rewarding people and recognizing okay. people's achievements so at least I get some feedback there, right? But I mean, there mm -hmm. are times when I just feel like I, I do have quite a lot of freedom in my role. So mm -hmm. I can do pretty much whatever I want. So, you know, I can take things as far as I want to take them, right? But then mm -hmm. there are some situations where I feel like, man, like some of these things are just way above my pay grade, you know? Like, what am I doing mm -hmm. here? Uh, like so what? Just like, in, in, in meetings and then the way you're, I'm like being proactive at doing things, taking initiatives, but like, am I just like way above my head right now? Like, am I like uh, somebody at my position is not supposed to be doing all these things that needs to be somebody higher who's like doing mm. all oh, these initiatives, yeah. you know? Um, so that's when I feel like I'm an imposter. <laughs> so, so when I feel like that, I literally go, I, I never feel that it's above my pay grade because I know what my pay grade is. So I just tell the manager like, yo, listen, this is not my job. This is above my pay grade. And uh, if you want this, because I'm just so focused on the goal. 
Mm. I'm just like, if you want this to get done, you you got to take care of this because I can only do so much, mm. you know, but, but what I do, I'm like, yo, I just did this much for you in the realm of what I can do. You better mm. appreciate that. Mm. Cause I, I go to, I go, I go to all out like for just what I can do. And then what I can't do, I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. But there's a level of like, you need to take your role to the next level in order to right to, to move mean? up. Um, so no. if I'm, I, like, I don't, I, yeah, go ahead. Maybe you don't have that. But like, for me, if I'm, if I want to ask for a promotion, for example, yeah. I will be able to like, tell you what exactly I achieved mm. from, you know, taking a proactive. I see. So you know, I guess so like, the, the mini yeah. detail is for me, I don't need to do more than what I'm asked to do. So if I just do my role to the hundred percent, I will get a raise and you will give me a raise because I've achieved what you asked me to do when you hire me. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to show you that I've gone above and beyond. I'm just like, I just go above and beyond to achieve my goal. So as soon as, as long as my goal is reached, there's no reason why you wouldn't promote me. Give me more, give me a better split, give me more business. Cause I, I, I reached it, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That's, That's true. just like, so I, I never feel like just like, all right, here's what I did. And, uh, you know, you should feel good about that. And so I, I guess I didn't even know there was a thing called imposter. I literally thought you meant like fake it till you make it like imposter syndrome. That's, I didn't realize. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's how related. you react to that. Yeah. Feeling. That's related. <laughs> but if you fake it till you make it, you actually because what I'm hearing is you don't feel like you deserve what you where you are, whereas fake it till you make it is I'm pretending like I belong here until I actually belong here. So one of the, like I have, now we're, we're getting in the weeds. Thomas, why did you even have to start this conversation? Well, hope <laughs> I was thinking that this would segue to the end. And we were like, this is a topic for another time. See you guys. <laughs> okay. That did not pan out. All right, so this right. is a topic for another time. And we do have to wrap up now. That was a very good deep voice. <laughs> there you go. Very... See, Thomas effectively communicated that to you. And then you... <laughs> took it and ran with it <laughs> so i guess that works i guess that works i guess we really need to stop here so guys thank you so much for listening and um if you enjoy this episode do write us an email dm whatever you can find us on our social media and we do read the emails please keep sending them <laughs> yes send some emails <laughs> any email and email anything please talk to us <laughs> all right thanks for listening guys we'll see you on the next episode bye bye, bye.